It's a great day at Huff Insurance. This call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance. Good afternoon, it's Kelly. Hi, speak to Nancy, please. My intelligence calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingoma. Hold on one moment. Thank you. Joey, I'm so sorry. Nancy, how you doing? We've been playing phone tag forever. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. How uh, how are you doing? I'm good. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Uh, it ties into the management system so that you can talk. We're on applied, so it doesn't talk as easily as some of the others. So we have to do a data dump every day. You know, as soon as somebody becomes um, a lost soul and all their policies are canceled, that immediately triggers our lost soul campaign. As soon as somebody gets a new policy written, that triggers our welcome kit campaign. So there's things that are working directly from the integration. The account review campaign is working off of the X date. So there's things that are working in the back end and not that we use AR to be our sole source of doing the account renewal campaign, the review process, but it makes sure that we don't miss anybody. How many people are you missing? Now's my good friend Nancy Nicola over at Huff Insurance and I'm going to be honest, that was, uh, that's some good stuff right there, right? That you're probably thinking, man, we're not doing any of that and boy, we probably should. And because it's exciting, right? So now there's one depressing thing that she had said in there that they're on applied and they have to do a data dump once a day. So just the overall, um, you know, just the hiccups and integration that we do find ourselves struggling with from time to time within the industry is, is, is a little borderline depressing, but we can, you know, we can forgive, I guess, in some capacity that that might exist. And, but let's focus on the positive here. And, and uh, so listen, uh, they've got it. So let's say this, I think this is something that everybody should, should really kind of spend a lot of time on, right? This is something that, you know, if you can kind of figure this out, because this is happening, this is happening regardless, right? This is just automatically happening. Nancy and Jerry over at Huff Insurance, they've, they've automated this process to where they don't have to worry about who they're missing. And it's that kind of, you know, just taking that off of their plate entirely, knowing that, guess what? They're gonna do what they have to do and they don't have to worry about that entire piece of the puzzle. I mean, how much more liberated would you feel if you didn't have to worry about that, right? You just open yourself up to so many more opportunities that, you know, things that you can focus on and just something like this that you can kind of put on the back burner and just pay, you know, 5% attention to. And it's not that hard really um, to kind of set something like that. I mean, it, all right, it's a little challenging, but it's not overly difficult. If you dedicated a week or two of your life to it, my guess is that you'd have it set up for years. That's a pretty decent trade-off, I would imagine, you know, a couple of weeks for a couple of years. And um, wait until you hear how long they've actually got this thing running for, because that's insane too. But you're saying, fine, Joey, that's great. You know, I'm fine. I'm all right. Maybe this is cool. Maybe this is something I should do. But what does it actually look like? Um, Well, we set it up to begin with. So it's a series of emails, postcards, and um, a letter that looks handwritten but really isn't that goes out 
to the customer at different intervals, and then it's a task that comes to the account manager to do a follow-up phone call. That's not bad. That's, by my count, four different types of uh, touches. Uh, email, postcard, letter, and a phone call. Well, the phone call is, the, it's an automated reminder to make the phone call, but it's all happening in that sequence, right? I mean, that's some good stuff. Um, and, and we're gonna break that down even further here in just a second. But I, I you're, maybe you're like me, maybe you're not. I don't know. I, I just, I forget that the mail exists, right? I just, I cannot, I really can't tolerate it. It's just something that uh, I just can't bring myself to do. But Nancy and them have worked it into their system. And guess what? You know, this is a pretty, pretty involved, right? So I'm not going to say you're going to wake up and just one day have, have a, you know, we're going to, we're going to hit him with an email. We're going to hit him with a postcard. We're going to hit him with a letter. Oh, we're going to have an automated, you know, we're going to have a, a phone call reminder as well for the person managing the account to make sure all of this happens, um, you know, like a well-oiled machine. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Um, I think even, you know, maybe some agencies are just struggling with getting the email set up and probably very true. Uh, and, and now keep in mind, Nancy was identifying this as again, the parameters, right? Let's start small. Let's break it down. Let's not overwhelm it. Let's, let's just think uh, about this logically, right? You know, she was saying, I believe in the very first clip, uh, welcome kits, you know, welcome campaigns is, is how this is set up one. So it's all based off of the management system, right? And, and once the status, you know, changes in the management system, uh, then that's going to get, I hope I'm not spoiling the last clip. I can't remember what's in that. I feel like I might, but let's go with this anyways. Uh, so it's all triggered off of the, the management system, right? And it's set up for, you know, people that have canceled on how to get them back, how long they want to communicate with them until they possibly get them back. And again, new business coming through the door and welcoming them in and giving them everything they need. And this is all just triggered based on the management system. Imagine that. And obviously you have to have good data in your management system, which again, I think is a probably universal is probably a strong word, but it's something that on average, maybe a lot of us struggle with because some of us hate our management systems and maybe for good reason, maybe for not, I don't know. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to tell you how to live your insurance life. But, uh, if you do hate your management system, you might want to find one that you at least can tolerate because that's going to be the, the igniter of this entire thing for the most part, if we're doing it right right now. Um, I would, I could probably say, Hey, Nancy and Jerry, let's, uh, let me, can we just like, can you guys package this up and, and we'll sell it to you? Because it sounds like this is something that would be fun just to kind of plug and play turnkey sort of style. But really do we, I think, I think, we can't underestimate, again, going back to the automation, right? Just the different avenues that we don't have to worry about, right? Of the things that you are not saying and the people that you are missing because you haven't, you know, again, just traded off that small amount of time. It's going to feel like probably the worst week or two of your life setting it up. But then, you know, that's something that's going to be good for, for a long time. Right. And I, maybe, maybe that's part of the problem. And I have this, I'm guilty of this too, is that, you know, when you create that thing, like you want to think it's going to be outdated before, you know, by the time you get done creating, it, it's going to be outdated and then you're gonna to have to keep updating and updating it. And that's usually not true. Uh, it's not going to go, uh, it's not going to go bad for a while. Right. Unless you put some ridiculously time sensitive things in there, which I wouldn't advise, uh, you know, you want to keep it as um, a, a fancy marketing term, evergreen as possible 
to where it's it's not going to go bad. It's not going to go stale. It's not going to you know obviously become dated. And then that's just going to you know extend the shelf life of it, increasing the return that you're going to get on the time that you've invested to actually create the thing. It's just actually kind of getting over the depression of actually doing it in the first place because it feels like such a daunting and overwhelming task. And again, it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight. Again, let's, you know, picking one or the other, let's say, Hey, do I want to focus on canceled business? And let's really focus on building that out first. And then oh, I would rather focus on my welcome, you know, sequence and building that out first and just identifying which one you feel is most important for your agency at the moment, knowing that you will get to the other one at some point and not to do all of them at all the time. And that's, I think, you know, sometimes we get kind of caught up in this, I have to do it 135% or nothing, and you feel like a failure in life, which I don't know. I don't know what other things you're doing or not doing well, but let's just assume that you're not a failure at this, and maybe we'll cut you a break. But if you're looking for even just a little more help, I mean, honestly, like how long and how much and just Nancy, what is going on? Because I think I'm freaking out here. Uh, Like the first one is, you know, a video of me basically saying that I'm sorry that we lost your business or I'm sorry that we couldn't help you with the quote that you called in for, but that, you know, we're, we're still here and that, you know, we understand that situations change. And although we might not have been the right fit for them at this time, you know, please know that we're open to working with them again in the future. And as things change, so please keep us in mind. If it's a lost soul, you know, in six months, they get a postcard of a puppy dog, you know, that looks like it's been you know, missing its owner all day. And it says, you know, we miss you. Please let us know if we can help you. At 12 months, they're getting another type of postcard or an email that basically says, you know, we're still here for you. Don't ever think just because you left the door shut. We're always, you know, welcoming you back kind of a thing. And since we started that campaign, we get a lot more of lost souls and unconverted leads. I, I would imagine, Nancy, that sounds pretty intense, right? Okay, so uh, video, that's a new word that we haven't heard. Video is the first thing that they get when they cancel their policy. A video from Nancy saying, hey, you know, I probably should be upset with you right now, but I'm not, and I'm just sad that you're not with us anymore, and going on and on about how, you know, if things change, and guess what, we know that we don't, you know, we're just not always going to, it's not always going to work out, right? And, but guess what? Unlike everything else in life, you can come back, right? You can come back to us and we're not going to hold a grudge. We're going to be fine. Assuming that you're not a deadbeat client in the first place, then we might have to talk. But overall, then, you know, that's, that's the first thing, right? And then six months from there, it's a postcard. I like the puppy dog, right? That's a nice touch. Uh, a puppy dog uh, uh, missing its owner. Now, again, here's the thing. And as I'm listening to this, I'm, you know, we probably have a, a, a hard time or we have a bad habit of, if we don't think we're going to get a sale on that touch or that, that action, we have a hard time justifying it. Right. And six months in, like somebody's canceled, they're halfway through the policy. They really don't want to think about switching. They're not going to, you know, you're, I mean, it's just not, it's just not a thing, right? All you're doing is you're, you're laying the groundwork for that, you know, that, that 12 month situation or, you know, just kind of getting it in their head, like, Hey, and maybe three months, maybe we should have them, you know, maybe look at quote. And this is, again, I think, they do a lot of personal. They're about 50-50 commercial personal, I believe, over at Huff. But I know Nancy personally does a lot of commercial. Per- commercial. She personally does a lot of commercial. All right, I think you get what I'm saying. And that, you know, so you, you'd want to be quoting it. Again, you know, personally, personal lines guy, not talking about commercial. My apologies. Uh, but my guess is you're going to want to quote it a couple months out. 
uh, you get a feel for the thing. So that six month touch is really just kind of warming them up for, uh, you know, hey, maybe we could take a look at this again. Maybe we just open to, you know, having a dance, you know, maybe we could do that. And, um, and, and, and that's what I think the goal is. And then that 12 month, you know, that I can't remember what Nancy exactly said it was another postcard or a letter, but you know, that's your first kind of real shot at getting them back. And because you're just letting them know that you care, you didn't forget about them. You're probably paying more attention to them than their current broker. And, um, and, and you're doing it in a way that is hopefully providing value along the way. Um, that's maybe the only thing I could say is, is um, I don't know what I'd like to see. I guess I never asked Nancy. I'm terrible at this uh, to actually see what some of that stuff is. She kind of described it a little bit for me. But um, continuing that education process, right? Just just dripping a little bit more of that in to just say, hey, listen, we still know more than the other guy. And uh, don't you forget that. That might be a nice little touch, too. Um that's always fun. And it's not that you necessarily know, but you can deliver it in a way. Your distribution of that knowledge is far superior than everybody else. And that's maybe an idea that I think, um, you know, we haven't really fully given ourselves credit for is that, let's be honest. I mean, yes, there are bad insurance agents out there. That's very true. Uh, but on average, most of, most of us are decent human beings with a pretty solid understanding of the industry, I hope. And that, you know, for the most part, I mean, we like to think that we're better, but I mean, honestly, it's just the way that we deliver and distribute that knowledge that kind of sets us apart from the other people. And we, we need to, you know, remember to leverage that. And Nancy is leveraging that. I would maybe think that they can maybe even leverage it just a smidge more. I'm just thinking, just a hunch, just based on some of the, the information. So if there is, if, again, and this is this goes back to my uh, one of my other philosophies in life is that no one really wants to talk about their insurance when it's not time to talk about their insurance. Um, dilemma. And it's walking that thin line of, Hey, it's just, you know, once or twice a year where you're hitting them with the, Hey, you know, you're getting to the point where you probably should be thinking about your insurance renewal. And here's some things to know, right? You know, maybe that comes out, maybe that goes out at that, uh, not the six month, but maybe it's the nine month, you know, right before the, you know, leading into the 12 months and not necessarily asking for the quote, but you know, a strong implication that boy, we would probably, you know, maybe be worth your time to see how the situation has changed. Again, I don't know, but you know, again, just just leveraging that 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 information distribution that, you know, the few of us that are hanging out in these parts of the insurance world are doing than the other ones that are not. And again, that's kind of our secret weapon, so we might as well take advantage of it. But I think the overall most important thing that we all can walk away from this is, is that one, uh, we can just be, you know, a little envious of, of that system that, uh, Nancy and Jerry have set up over there at Huff Insurance. We can do that for a minute, a moment of silence. And then we can actually kind of think, I think just as an industry standard, like, I think this is something that we just kind of all need to get to that place of, of we're going to create these systems that are, you know, going to free us up to do the things that are more, effective for our time and to not really occupy the space uh, in our brains that is necessary to do something that somebody else or something can already do for us without us having to think about it. Because if we don't, then we're going to end up missing a lot more people than we actually need to. Being it is the uh, holiday shopping season, I just gotta, I gotta, I wanna, I wanna get an opinion on this. All right, I just, I need your thoughts on this because this happens like every year, and I don't, I'm the guy in 
no, not necessarily both sides of the family, but my wife's always asking me uh, for like gift ideas for like our niece is getting older and you know she doesn't like like the little kids' toys anymore. Anyways, so like when you buy something, like we're gonna get our kids like the little Google Home Minis because they like playing with a few that we have around the house and it's just easy for them. They can talk. They can't really you know write yet. Anyways, they have fun with it, playing music and all that stuff. Anyways, we're a Google family. At least I dictate that. And uh, and uh, she wanted to get one for our niece. And I was like, well, yeah, but uh, you know, I don't like. They're not a. They don't do Google stuff. I don't think. And if you buy somebody a gift like that, then you're kind of like, it's like buying them like a, a this like a Bible of your your religion, right? Like it's just it's not fair, right? Like it's like that's a choice that you need to make on your own, and, and that's a little extreme, but. Um, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, hey, here's here's my here's my ecosystem. Here's my community that I live in. You have that problem because, like, that's, like, a serious thing. You got music. You got movies. You got everything. Like, I just, that's too much pressure. I don't want to, I don't want to do that to somebody. It's like, here's something that you have to then live in this world for. Meanwhile, though, while I think it might be the right choice, I mean, who am I to judge? Because let's be honest, you got Amazon, you got Apple, you got Google. I mean, a whole bunch of different things, right? And I'm not going to say one, well, I will say one, but in my opinion, but, um, you know, I mean, each his own, right? Whatever you prefer. Anyways, do you, are you offended if somebody makes such a ecosystem choice for you? And, or do you mind um, receiving a gift if it, you know, again, if, even though you can live in the Google world if you're an Apple person. But anyways, what's your thoughts, right? Yes, no, maybe. Is that something like just off limits? Like that's something that that's a family matter that they should, you know, work out amongst themselves, have a have a nice debate about. Because uh, I don't I don't like it, right? And then it's just a thing, and, and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Because then there's like a whole like some, you know, because like you know, I just pay for the subscription stuff, and my wife doesn't realize that because my kids say play this song, it just automatically plays. Like you have to actually pay for that. And uh, I was like, they don't have that, and then it's not gonna work that way, and then, then like, then it's like another hundred and twenty dollars for that subscription, like, uh, which is like, how much money are we spending here? So it's like those kind of things that drive me a little nuts. Where are you at on that? Like, is that like, where are you at? Like, what should we do? Do you do that? Am I just crazy? Anyways, joeadagencynation.com. If you do want to give one of your insurance friends a gift, and I've actually the only reason I'm gonna mention this because. I actually took the time to, to look at where to go. Agency Nation University. How about that? Agencynation.com slash university. Look at that. Doing my homework. Uh, feel free. If you want to give an insurance friend a gift this Christmas uh, of knowledge, of information, of a community, make that community choice for them. I wouldn't mind this one. I think it's, I think it's a decent one. Uh, Agencynation.com slash university. Go ahead and do that. And, um, and yeah, I think it's fun. So yeah, check it out.